Good afternoon. This is Constantine Elijah, and you're listening to Q&A, the show where I interview an artist. And tonight, my guest is Maris Sanz. Hello, Maris. Hello. Good afternoon. Uh, how are you today? I'm fine. I'm fine. So, uh, I know uh, you are a painter. One of things yeah. you are doing because you have a very rich experience and background and yes I do like painting yeah and you are self-taught painter I would say or how mm, I had I had some some private lessons and and, and I I did foundation course in in Gilgud uh, yeah Macbeth Center and you you are doing painting and drawing yeah uh, last. Four years? A little bit more. I started. Uh, I started five years ago. Oh, five years. Five years. Yeah, it was when I was forty-five. I'm fifty now. Oh. So before that, I never did that. Ne never, never painted. Never draw. I have tried some drawings, but never did anything. That is very interesting because usually people are having stories that they start their career or development from childhood and they're doing and in childhood I always liked art and I could speak about it and and I always wanted to see more but the problem was that my, my dad was very quite dominant man and he said oh you can't draw a straight line you never will be artist so I didn't draw but all my life I wanted to do that so uh. I started when I was 45 so um, what happened? Well, why that moment when you just stopped, stepped over that line which was holding you away? You see, my other profession is I'm a priest. Yeah, also we will speak about other professions yeah. because it and is interesting. And I was, I was trying to be accepted by Anglican Church here in Britain and, and I don't know the, the reasons why but, but I didn't succeed very well with that. And, and then I thought, if I'm not not doing what I am called, I will do what I like. And mm. I started, I, th I thought I have to do something with my life. And, and I, I thought, I don't care if I'm rich or poor, I will start to do what I like. And, and so I started. That's right, I think. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what all we should do. <laughs> and initially I, I took some lessons and I started to do, draw people. Portraits. That was my first thing. I started to draw nothing else before, and now I look back and I think, oh, that's the most difficult thing actually to do. So you are doing figurative painting. Yes. Yeah. So yes. Real uh, objects and compositions. Yeah, and mostly real objects. Subject, so yeah. yeah. Um, one of the questions, because I have many that naive questions, but I like yeah. them because of that. Yeah. Uh, why art? Mm. If you could say, it is it is like speaking to other people or to the world. Those things which I can't say otherwise. Mm -hmm. I am. I can't say by words. I can't say by. By, by actions or by by anything, this is one of the main things. What what I I, I find in art that that I, I I am actually expressing those things which I really feel or or, or see mm. in the world. What in your understanding, what is art? In your vision. But it I think you already it can see be many things to many yeah. people, but yeah. I can tell only what it is for me. Yeah. Um, in a way, it is when I when I try to paint something, I try to paint some something what what is very emotionally or spiritually important for me, and try to discover through that something about myself, or with visu visual images to show what it is for me and then not to to put my experience too much in order that would mean also something something for others mm -hmm. that means don't make very concrete things about about what is what is drawn or painted so allowing people to put their own experience in that 
kind of letting them to finish your work. Finish my work. Yeah, yeah, that that is that is that is yeah. what I find. These are my successful things. I, I obviously, I, if if I have been drawing only five years, there are lots of things which I don't like and which 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 most of people don't like. <laughs> I have very big surprises as well. The painting which I have painted and I really think this is uh, this is rub rubbish. It's mm, no no. And suddenly somebody says, oh, "That's the best painting of yours," <laughs> and pays money to buy it. Th that's great. Mm. And so you're also selling your works. Yeah, yeah. I'm selling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you had some exhibitions already. Yeah, the first exhibition was portrait exhibition, which I did in a coffee shop. I worked in a coffee shop in those days, and I was drawing not everyone, but most of people who who came in. And you have to be very quick because you have to work as well. Yeah. <laughs> and then I did this exhibition in Soho in a coffee shop, which is now closed, but but in those days for people to, who, who were regular customers, regular customers they visitors. Would, yeah, they're visitors and, and, and they could come and see their pictures. Mm. Mm. And later? Um, later, when I didn't work in co coffee shop anymore, then I started to do something else. I started to do lots of live drawing, um, started to do the search, and now I'm in a search for something new, and I, I think I have found a little bit more myself in art. Portrait is just, it, it starts to be boring for me already. <laughs> mm. So, I mean, uh, the, another locations of your exhibitions? Uh, yeah, the other exhibition, the other two or no. <laughs> I mean, like my personal exhibition, one yeah. exhibition was in the church, and that was more about an image or like a revelation for me where, where certain things would lead me spiritually or maintain me spiritually and there were most, mostly flowers and, and landscapes and people also w could put their own thing in that what they feel but this is how I felt that that, that was a little bit different exhibition again. Mm. And when I sold quite a lot there, I don't mm. remember how many, probably five pieces of, from 20 I sold or six, something like that. And then I had created another, which I haven't exhibited yet, but I want to. Uh, I have created a series of paintings of extinct animals. <coughs> mm. And I tried to do that in that it would look like cave paintings. And this exhibition, the, the, uh, not exhibition, but this, uh, the, these works are created in different techniques. And, and that comes from my mom. My mom was uh, was teacher of biology. And when I was a little child, she said that there was a, a cow which lived in, in the forest. And I thought, oh, that is Aurax. And and, I thought, and and she is extinct, and I, I I felt so sorry, like a little child, <laughs> that some animals don't survive human presence. Mm. And I even remember from my childhood that the, the year it was sixteen twenty four, when the last cow died in Poland. And. And then I started to paint, the, to, to look at cave drawings, uh, and I saw lo a lot of animals which are extinct. And that made me to think what we are doing in the world, how to express that pain which, which, which I had in childhood and which I still have, and probably mm -hmm. lots of us have, thinking yeah. about ecology and about global warming and about constantly uh, constantly disappearing species, and then I, I saw cave drawings where, for example, there is European lion or Euro European rhinoceros, mm. um, 
uh, which we had some some thousand years ago, and now we don't. And how Europe actually, what Europeans? Uh, I'm European, but but we as Europeans have done to the world by our greed and by our um, constant use of nature for our own satisfactory satisfaction, something like that. Mm -hmm. And I remember, if I'm right, I saw these works and they were made from different materials rather yeah. than usual. Yeah, I, um, uh, I usually draw with pencil or paint with, with, with acrylic or oil or, 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 or with ink. But this time I tried monoprints and I tried also... Uh, was it with salt? We, yeah, I tried also salt and pepper, for example. Mm. There was a, a painting of which, which I did with PVA glue mm. and, and, and glued salt and pepper and, and created an image of uh, mammoth. Did you do it on purpose? Because uh, as in the standard salt, uh, that medium is not going to stay long. It's going to be yeah. disappearing by itself. And so work will disappear. Qu quite a lot of those prints of drawings are actually dying now. <laughs> The salt is eating the paper, and and I don't mm. know how how long it will stay, but it definitely doesn't stay that mm. uh, as as it was. And I cre cre I tried also sand, colored sand. I colored with ink sand and, and and made tried to make a European that that European who was prehistoric, who who wasn't uh, who wasn't that greedy and who probably wasn't that bad as we are. Mm. And I remember in the, uh, in the coffee shop on that period, you were drawing a lot using coffee. Yeah, that was for portraits mostly. I, so I, actually used, I used espresso, yeah. double espresso, and, and, and that is absolutely amazing how as to a draw. Painting, just, yeah. Yeah, as a painting, as a yeah. media. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is, I think, interesting. Actually, on my first year on my studies, uh, when we needed to experiment with Drawing. I don't remember exactly what we need to do, but I was using coffee for that. Mm. <laughs> uh, and more coffee, when you drink coffee, what it left, that, that grinded, that mm -hmm. substance. So, uh, because... With, with coffee drawing, is interesting that you have to, the, the process of drawing with coffee, that you, the, that the thickness of the drop you put mm, makes yeah. it darker. It's impossible to make it like we think. You make it stronger or, 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 or weaker. The thickness mm -hmm. of the drop makes it darker, and and each drop has to be. Uh, it's like uh, if you're using espresso, also it's darker. If you're using, for example, americano, it's lighter, or not mm. like that. Coffee is not that strong. I mean, no. It's I almost impossible to make it that strong that it would be as as strong as ink. So, send uh, espressos. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. I quite enjoyed that we actually are drinking coffee, and I'm with a, with with my so-called model or my friend who was yeah. sitting there, any of them, and then doing with the same coffee. And even if I don't have anything with me, I I could take the wooden stick. Uh, Break it and draw with that. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. And 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 and, and that's it. Nothing else. And just paper. You need only paper. That's great. I think uh, it is a new look on on coffee and on medium. Yeah, and uh, that, uh, drawing. I love that. <laughs> Speaking about your your experience of painting and drawing. And also you were using icon painting? Oh uh, yeah, I did. Creating uh, your paintings, uh, but, but actually it wasn't an icon, it was flowers. Yeah, yeah but I, it, the, the beginning actually starts from, from painting people. Uh. Because I, I'm, I'm Protestant, I'm mm. not, not Catholic, I'm Lutheran. And, and for me an icon is human being and human human experience and actually for that short moment while I'm p drawing or painting that that human I actually love him mm -hmm. and that is something very important to me 
Um, I try not to to show the person's sort of ugly side or mm. try to discover or uh, something what this person is hiding, but I actually try to find the person's beautiful side, mm. um, not so much outwardly, but inwardly, where every, every, every human being has got something absolutely nice about them. Mm. The best thing I can do, if I am able, I, I'm not that good master, but if I would be, I think the best thing is to be like a golden mirror, mm. to show the person how beautiful inwardly, how wonderful he is or she is. And then this was my, my, my understanding of icon, the person is beautiful, the person is, he or she has given me a strength to go on and to survive life. And then the same thing for me is painting flowers. Some flowers are, uh, have symbolic meaning for me, mm -hmm. like for example lilies sim symbolize for me innocence, or uh, roses is uh, like royalty or so some nobility or aristocracy, mm -hmm. um, like uh, forget-me-nots symbolize me, really forget-me-not, <laughs> and, and, uh, and things like that. I told my mother I was a teacher of biology and she, in my childhood, taught me names of most of flowers. And, and not only flowers, but everything is, what is growing and green around what you can see. And since then, to me, feeling in this world is, is like, if I don't know the things that grow around the trees, the flowers and all the small weeds around, and if I don't know their names, I feel actually lost. Mm -hmm. And there are things that grow here but doesn't grow in Latvia where I, I come from. And then I have to, uh, if I don't know them, I don't feel at home. I'm not part of the environment. I'm not part of UK, of Britain, because I don't know how this or that is called. Mm. And sometimes I draw something just because I need to remember and look up and find what it is called and what it is for, what it is used and what are traditions and things about this, this small weed. Mm. And so this is a kind of finding, it's a way how to love this country and how to be. Mm -hmm. uh, I, think, I think I would have big difficulties living, let's say, in Brazil, where all <laughs> the, everything, all trees are different and everything is different. And I would feel totally lost, <laughs> completely lost. I would have to learn to live again. Oh. <laughs> Can I speak more about the the icon. How, yeah, about icon, the, the way how, because it is not easy. Um, icon painting is, 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 has got quite an interesting technique. Some of that is not to paint shadows. Mm. That means you start on black and paint only light. Uh -huh. that, that means, uh, yeah, no, you, you do it on, I mean, I do it on yeah. wooden panel, seven layers of Rabitskin gesso. I mean, f first of all, you, you, you cover it with Rabitskin glue and, and put linen or fabric on top. Uh -huh. and, and then uh, I did it with egg yolk and pigments. Uh -huh. So like, I made, made uh, tempera colors myself. Uh -huh. uh, you, you put egg yolk, then you put pigment, and you put some drops of white wine or vinegar. Uh, and again, this is the same thing. You can uh, power of color is dependent on the drop, on the thickness of drop mm. you put on. But unlike with coffee, with coffee you can't um, put another layer on, or a yeah. little bit, but then it makes the paper wrong. Mm -hmm. With uh, tempera, you can put as many layers you want to. And the whole idea, you don't paint shadows, mm -hmm. that is kind of spiritual practice. A little bit idealistic, we all have a huge ecological shadow and a huge ecological <laughs> footprint. 
and huge shadows I have in my, but the experience is I usually would listen to some Gregorian or some kind of music and, and paint these flowers like this. Mm. And this is why I call them icons, because I do it on icon technique. Sometimes uh, as well, I would find, for my understanding, an ideal composition of flowers, and I would repeat it. Like icons, you don't do innovation. You mm. try to paint the same painting, uh -huh. which is in front of you. And if I have found something what I really like, then I try to paint it again and again and again. So, so I did daffodils, for example. Um, daffodils is a symbol of, for me at least, but for others as well. Uh, in Scandinavia they're called Easter lilies or Easter trumpets. Mm. And Easter trumpet is, comes from the book of Revelation again. There were seven congregations and trumpets were proclaiming the second coming of Christ. It is more symbolic, it is not so much, much. it doesn't need for other people to mean the same, what it means to me. Mm -hmm. um, Easter lilies or, or, or daffodils, they are just flowers I really love. <laughs> mm -hmm. Also, it looks very, very good, I don't know, just that icon technique and flowers and, I don't know. In by itself, an idea, and yeah. Somebody told me they look like Dutch paintings, but I, I didn't mm. know the Dutch paintings of flowers before uh. until I went to see them later. So does uh, no? Oh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't think so. No. Um, all right. Um, we are speaking often about the audience, about people who are experiencing your works. Mm -hmm. So, do you do your works for the audience or for yourself? Both, but mostly, mostly for myself. I expect people to see them because it is a conversation. Mm -hmm. It is something what I want to tell some, someone. It is not just me and the canvas or, or, or panel or paper and colors uh, and it is not my diary it is so that I want to people to to have a clue and probably uh, as, as, as when we speak we understand each other partly only and we s quite often don't understand I think when I say now mm. even now when I speak I think what I want to say is understood only 50%, mm -hmm. 20%. Is it important for you to... To, to be understood, yeah. yeah. This is this is one of things which I really am, mm -hmm. I want to be understood. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm not well understood. <laughs> um, so, for example, I know that, that some artists um, following the audience, would it be happen or would they think about when, like, would you sometime follow the, the audience, audience or, yeah, to, to create the work as they wanted? I have done it and I, I, I find it really unpleasant and not mm. nice. When I'm trying to please the market, uh, those works are total disaster <laughs> for me. And oh. uh, I can't finish them. Mm -hmm. uh, I found a beautiful building and I thought, oh, I will paint a painting of this building and, and, and this will be nice. And, and I start to do that and there is no spirit in that. And mm. uh, yes, it is technical. Yes, it has shadows. Yes, it has caused something. But, but it is... And I, I still can't finish that, those paintings. Mm. Uh, I usually just put put another canvas on top and erase them. Mm. Don't like that. So you're doing it for your own um, purpose? I, 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 think, I, th I think for me it wouldn't be... I have done commissioned paintings, commissioned portraits, but then, then there is a person to love. Or a dr uh, I have done a, as, as a commissioned painting of a house. Mm. 
that was that was pretty interesting. I have never seen the house. I have seen some pictures, mm. and I had and the pictures <laughs> which I had were pretty bad composition, not interesting. And in order to paint or draw trees, I looked mm. on Google Map mm. and saw the saw the shadows. And so I didn't know how high the trees are. So I left them outside, but painted only shadows. <laughs> and yeah, that was interesting because I had all sorts of things to 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 explore, and I knew the person who wanted to, and then I it was like love for her. But doing a painting which would be sellable, just mm -hmm. because it's sellable, I I just can't do that. Mm -hmm. It is it is not for me. And what do you think about others? other artists doing that? I think people have different things and I think if somebody can make something what sells well and can do that and people really like that, I don't judge. I think everybody has got his or her um, drives inside and possibilities. Mm -hmm. So, um, should we speak about, about your previous experience? What what made you before you mm. started your mm. painting? Because uh, you have a rich experience. My, my first first education is I'm teacher of maths, mm. uh, and I quite liked it, but I didn't like the those pupil pupils who didn't want to to learn it, uh. and I don't want to to press on anyone and, and to, to insist that he should learn or she should learn ma mathematics. So I, and then another thing happened. Uh, I happened to be in, in that time, I became Christian when I was 17 and, mm. and when I graduated maths, then I, I felt that definitely that's not what I want to do. Mm. And another thing happened that I actually was in hospital and I saw many people dying around me and I thought dying in sadness is something that really moved me and so I became hospital chaplain. Mm -hmm. I studied theology and became hospital chaplain. So and then after being hospital chaplain again I, I worked 10 years with, with mostly dying people. But I, that experience again led me to another, another thing. Um, I, I heard other pastors, not only other pastors, but also all many Christian counselors saying to, to giving to, to people who are suffering very simplistic sort of Christian answers, like pray more or read Bible three times a day and so on. And I thought, that is ridiculous. I have to do something about that. And so I started to study psychotherapy. Mm. But my question was not to be a psychotherapist. I didn't want to become a psychotherapist. I wanted to understand human being more. Mm -hmm. And on those days, th that really gave me some, some, some big insights. And, and, and now painting and drawing again, I see a person, a human, from a totally mm -hmm. different point of view. So, let's say, uh, using different mediums for the same reason. For the same reason, to love. Yeah. To love. I mean, I don't mm -hmm. say it always love, but, uh, yeah, it is something that about love. Understanding, mm -hmm. trying to understand others, trying to see them somehow. And so, you are math teacher, you are priest, and you are psychotherapist. Psychotherapist. And it's a difficult and what, I, and what I do, I'm, I do art now. <laughs> After and all of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's speak about art and artists in general, what do you think? So, one of these questions, for example, what makes artists to be an artist? Um, I quite like the, the comparison with 
an oyster. Um, oyster has got dirt, and uh, when dirt comes in the oyster or, or sand or something, uh, it creates a pearl. Uh. And it's not for all and not for everybody. Art can be many things, but but I find this kind of when there is pain or when there is anger or mm -hmm. or lots of different emotions and so-called problematic emotions, and then you create from that experience something beautiful or something that is beautiful not only in your eyes but some of the other people's eyes. So yeah, it leads to another question: what the the role of artists in society? So. I quite believe that art can partially, gradually, um, I don't want to say it too strong, that art can save the world. Mm. I think beauty really can, can do a lot good in the, wor in the world. Not only outward beauty, but I think it teaches, it, it, in, it inspires me. Uh, and it, it, it's not only, it gives me power to live, and not mm. only, I mean, I, I say lots of artists, which I see and, and go and I go to exhibitions often, I don't always remember the names <laughs> of, of all, but, but the art gives me power to live, power to love, power, light for the day. Mm. Uh, if I have been in a gallery or seen a beautiful piece of art, I think, I think I am a better human mm. immediately. Uh, I, I can I can somehow survive the, the difficulties I have or, or, or problems I have. But uh, do you think that uh, artists need to create only good, beautiful art? No. Beautiful, yeah, something. No. Because <laughs> I'm always questioning because definitely, especially in contemporary art world. We're having we're having a lot of artworks which are provoking and that's beautiful. Awesome. I think it is beautiful, especially. So, what is then in your understanding? What is beautiful? Um, it doesn't need to be aesthetic. It doesn't need to be decora decorative. Decorative. It can be also mm -hmm. really provoking and 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 ugly. Mm -hmm. Probably ugly outwardly, but it can bring something and lead me somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like I saw the the, the movie uh, recently, which is really ugly movie, not how it's made, but it it has got ugly emotions and horror, horrible, lots of horror. Mm -hmm. The movie's name is the Silence. Yeah, uh, and nobody would say that uh, one like I, I don't think anybody likes very much to watch how people are killed and mm. and, and and crucified and, and, and tortured and and from that point of view that that movie is really ugly mm -hmm. but otherwise it is such a powerful m movie and, and I think this is really beauty beautiful uh, or a friend of mine is creating art which is he uses, I, I, I don't want to mention what, but, <laughs> but, but it is all looks, the aesthetics there is, is, is known, mm -hmm. but I love it. Well, so anything which is Rising any kind of emotions. Um, I can tell what I don't like in art, and I, s I think I think yeah. I think that it is it is g great art. It is it is beautiful for somebody's eyes, but uh, for example, I really really don't like Lucian Freud. Mm. The things what he provokes in me, I don't like them. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't. I mean, I. I what can I say about Lucien Freud? But I just, when I went to his, his exhibition in National, I think it was Portrait Gallery or National Gallery, I don't remember, a couple of years ago, I just felt, I felt that I become cynical and I don't want to be like that. Uh -huh. uh, 
And I don't doubt that he's one of the greatest artists, and, but I don't like some, some things. Mm -hmm. or, or the same is about, same thing is about Damien Hirst. I seriously dislike his dead animals in, in, and, and not because I wouldn't count him a great artist. I'm not the one to judge. Some people are very inspired and, and, and find something beautiful. I just say, this is not art for me. Mm -hmm. I don't become a person I want to be. I, I'm not myself. Like I never watch horror movies, never, I hate them. Mm -hmm. But I, I understand why other people might watch them. I now understand the, the idea of watching horror for me. It's I never get scared of these films, <laughs> actually. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I would get scared. I just, I just don't like. But uh, people, people might watch, watch some art in order to contain their own fear. So understanding of art is a more personal experience rather than yeah. something formal. Uh, I don't know than something public. And and art is art for not. Uh, Art doesn't need to serve a didactic or teaching, uh, mm -hmm. as a teaching, or, or we shouldn't use art. People can use it, but mm -hmm. I wouldn't use art. I think that art can be expression for itself. Mm -hmm. and, and to my understanding, people can just uh, teach each other, not teach, but speak to each other through art and say something. Mm -hmm. I quite like uh, ironic art where people uh, laugh and about, about things and, and installations, mm -hmm. some of them, where they show something and, and also ex exploration of form and, and, and color and, mm -hmm. and trying, to uh, trying to speak language where where they are limiting themselves. For example, I don't use color, but I use only, uh, only form, like in sculpture and, uh, and all sorts of... The language is how to speak and to say the same thing or the same feeling. The media can be very, very different. You just remind me that you also tried some uh, do some sculptures? Yes, blue. not very much. <laughs> uh, I've made, made one or Would a couple you of try more? It's not yours. I don't have space for that and time oh. for that, but probably I would like to do more yeah, sculpture. I probably need some lessons in that mm -hmm. uh, because all my, my sculptures just fracture and break and, oh. and I don't know how to do them and then I look on, on YouTube how to do that. <laughs> it looks so simple. <laughs> it looks so simple and it doesn't. Yeah, I tried, I found the clay. In one year I was going to ceramic workshop so I mm. was using clay and making some shapes of something. And mm -hmm. Of course I, I couldn't do that professionally, so th that beautifully how it usually shows on, mm. on videos and like just put, for example, for making ball, just putting your hands and just just slowly moving your hands and its shapes. No, you need many years to, to, to learn that. With clay I have quite an interesting relationship. Many years ago I did clay therapy. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I found it very therapeutic. I uh, really like the process and the process, touching yeah. clay and creating something. And I, I, I learned clay therapy from French body therapist. And I did some workshops on it and, and worked with this. And, and it is really healing experience. I think I could do a performance with clay on face and body. Oh yeah, I have done it actually already. with some children and, and their parents uh, who, who have suffered violence. And that is very healing for children to play with clay and then to revenge throwing clay at someone and 
and then afterwards they all went to swim. <laughs> but that was that was quite interesting thing that I worked with that and and to do something that is healing for yourself and probably through your face or a face mask or something made of plates. I think it's mm. quite interesting thing. Um, what other mediums did you use or to try? Or maybe you thinking of trying? Mm. I think I, but I haven't done it, but I probably will do a little bit of movie. Mm. Video. Video. Sometimes something, but I don't know how to make it and I have no idea, but I probably will try. And They're always friends <laughs> who know. Mm. I think, yeah, I mean, when I was young, I, I wrote a lot of poetry mm. and published it a little bit as well. But now, uh, since I have been drawing, I find it, I, I still have a lot to do in, 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 mm. with, with colors and, and paints. And, and so, so. Uh, this experience is not going to finish soon, definitely. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Um, I think we should move to another, to, to, to the last part of yeah. the interview, um, so the Proust questionnaire, which I really like. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you questions and I was expecting for him just short answers. Mm -hmm. And just first what is coming to your mind, so mm -hmm. don't really need to think of what is right to say. So um, let's start. The main aspect of your personality, what do you think? Main aspect of my personality? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, can, I, can, I can diagnose myself, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, thi I, thi I think main aspect is I am quite original. Original? Yeah. Your greatest fear? Biggest fear? Yeah. Loneliness. Your greatest extravaganza? I can't say it. I don't know. <laughs> Some, something crazy you've uh, done? Crazy you have yeah. done? I have been excommunicated from church and received back. I think this is pretty... <laughs> the great... Yeah. yeah. Uh, when and where you were happiest? Happiest? I think think it's really difficult to tell where what makes me happy sometimes is is is, is when I oh, okay I'll tell you I was very happy on Sunday and I saw a painting which really made me happy okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you consider the most overrated virtue success I think mm. people are people are trying to be so successful and I think okay success is one of one good thing but we are slaves of success mm -hmm. being not so successful is nothing wrong they're trying to be successful in success <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, in what occasion do you like when I don't, sometimes when I don't believe that the, the, the future will be good for that person, mm. I say everything will be alright. Mm -hmm. mm. What do you most dislike about yourself? But I'm too emotional sometimes and I think I need more balance and I'm not so balanced. I can be, I have ups and downs. Mm -hmm. Uh, what do you most like about yourself? My emotions. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> no, with myself. Um, I like that I have had so much money and time to be educated. Mm. And, and even if I, yeah, this is what I like about myself. Uh, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? 
I would, would, would have cared a little bit more about material things in my youth and, and n not spend all my, 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 my time just, just trying to find myself who I am. Mm -hmm. So uh, sometimes it's, it's really difficult to survive when you are, have, have no savings. Oh, so financial? Probably, yeah, I would a little bit more care about finances. Your favorite occupation? Occupation? Yeah. Definitely painting. <laughs> <laughs> no question yet. Your idea of happiness? Oh, painting with somebody present. And, 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 yeah, that, that is something I really like when, when somebody is doing something else, but just next door, just in the next room, and talking about, we can talk about it, we can do painting, that is mm -hmm. happiness. And your idea of misery? Oh, the biggest misery, as a painter, I would say, is when I, when I have a feeling and can't, can't find the picture and can't find, and then it dies. Mm. If not yourself, who would you be? If I would, oh. I think I would be a dad, dog. Mm. <laughs> dog with very sad eyes. <laughs> uh, the country you would like to live in? Mm. Actually, I'm pretty happy to live here. Mm. Uh, I, uh, yeah, sometimes I probably would need to visit other countries, but I'm pretty happy to live here. Where would you like to be right now? In, uh, since I, I was doing a, a discussion group today uh, and I was preparing almost whole night, actually I'm very, very tired and I probably would love to be in bed. <laughs> I slept one hour last night. Fair enough. Uh, your hero in real life? In real life? I work with the homeless. Uh, it's another thing that I do as as a as a volunteer chaplain. And and two days, no, two, a week ago, a guy was ho a young guy of twenty three, Muslim guy, came to spirituality group, and he was holding a very nasty Christian elderly homeless guy in his hand, one hand, it, to support him while he was sleeping five for five minutes. And I think he's a hero. Mm -hmm. This guy, this Christian guy was trying to convert every Muslim into... <laughs> and, and, and this elderly guy is dirty, well, this young guy is clean. And I think this Muslim boy who is holding that old guy supporting his head for five minutes more to sleep this 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 is i think this is amazing mm -hmm. and your heroine in real life heroine oh my god okay my boss at work she is she is a chaplain ruth who is she's a Simultaneously, can hold very strong boundaries, which we need to work when we work with homeless, and simultaneously to be very involved mm. and compassionate. Uh, the quality that you desire in a man. Oh. <laughs> Next question will be about women. Women. Oh, <laughs> desire in men. Oh. I, I just desire men. <laughs> <laughs> but the quality. The maybe. quality. And I, uh, I like them, men being gentle and, 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 and strong. And in a woman? Probably the same thing. Mm. Being gentle. No, yeah, and, and, and strong. I like strong people. Yep. Yeah. 
What do you appreciate the most in your friends? Appreciate in my friends. When they try to understand me, mm. even if they don't succeed, but if they try to understand me, or th then that makes me somehow, then it makes me happy. Mm -hmm. uh, your main fault in your life? Fault? Yeah. Too much liquor. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, no. Main fault. I have things which I remember, and, and I'm not mm. in a confession now. I can't tell that. Okay. <laughs> um, your main achievement of your life? That I didn't give up when I was persecuted by church. Mm -hmm. I didn't give up. I was doing till the end the right thing. Mm -hmm. Good. Uh, what you most likely would forgive? Forgive? Yeah. I think everything has to be forgiven. I have yeah. to forgive everything. That if I don't forgive, then, then I'm burdening myself. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. But I, I, I'm yeah. And that theoretical question, how would you like to die? Whatever, but, yeah, whatever I would die. Mm. I don't want to be a burden for others when I die. Mm -hmm. But dying is, is, is part of life. Yeah. Um, your motto? My motto? Something about honesty, something about, about sometimes trying to be as honest with myself as possible, even if it's sometimes really unpleasant. Mm. And your current state of mind? I'm fine. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> happy. Great. And do you have any message maybe you would like to say to our listeners? I don't know, I think art and life are very close and, 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 and to live is also to create art. You, you, each of us, we, have, uh, we are art pieces of art with our lives. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Thank you very much. That, you. Th th that's it <laughs> for today. Thank, Thank you. you for coming. Yeah. Thank you, Constantine. And thank you for listening. It was Marie Sanz and me, Constantine Elijah.